everybody to the Think Different Podcast. That's right. We're here for another episode, another week, but I wanted to change it up a little bit this week. We've been doing the Apple Retail Series. If you are interested in thinking about going to work at an Apple Retail Store, well, guess what? We have a series that we started two weeks ago. We had my good friend Cruz come on to talk about a specialist, and last week I talked about a genius. Well, this week we're going to take a break from that because, damn it, we still can't find Frank. Where is Frank, anybody? Anybody know where Frank is? I can't find Frank. But that's okay. We're going to move on. We're going to try to see if the FBI has come up with any new leads. But I did find out, ladies and gentlemen, one lead that they gave me. One lead I think that will definitely help. And that is, I found out that Frank is in Florida. And you know what that means. They're keeping him in Florida to avoid doing the podcast because they don't want him coming home with the damn coronavirus. But that's okay. It's okay. So, we decided to take a break from the series this week. And I thought a great topic would be just to talk about the pros and cons of Apple. But I wanted to get two special people involved with uh, this episode. These are two people that use Apple products on a daily basis. Someone who I've worked for and someone who I just met. And I think it's great that we're going to get two different opinions. One from a guy who I've known since March of 2009. Someone who I had worked for for years. Years I've worked with him. And I wanted to get his perspective on why his whole business relies around Apple and how Apple kind of saved him. But also another gentleman who I just met only a few months ago and how Apple literally changed his life. And I thought, why not let's bring our minds together, let's talk about the pros and the cons of Apple products. Hey, hey, before you go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is sponsored by Zune. Zune is a discontinued line of digital media products by Microsoft. Zune is in the top 1,000 sold digital media players in the world. Listen to all your Napster illegal music right here on this device. Join the more than 2 million Zooners in 2008 today by purchasing your Zune on eBay. Also, you college kids, you can be Zune masters. That's a real thing, by the way. And spread your message on all American college campuses and get free gear and host Zune parties. Join the Zune revolution. All right, everybody, again, welcome back to the Think Different Podcast. Special episode today. Again, we're doing the pros and cons of Apple, but I wanted to introduce two friends, two people that I work with on a, I would say now on a daily basis. First, I want to introduce uh, someone I've known since 2009 of March. That's right, the old way I did it, the old old school British style way, I guess that's how it's called. I have my friend here, Mr. Steve Morowitz. Hello there, Will. Hello there, everybody. You're in the same room with me. You know, it's, you're <laughs> in the same room with me. <laughs> hey, Will, how you doing um, over there? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I just wanted to uh, tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, well, my name is Steven, as you said. And basically what I do, uh, I guess, for a living is we run a, uh, a boutique, uh, I guess, genre, cult releasing. Adult label. entertainment. For people who don't understand. Well, not only just adult not entertainment, just adult. But, but we did get into the business because... Um, where I'm a second generation owner of, right. of, of a large adult uh, film archive, sexploitation, uh, exploitation, and, and a, a lot of adult films, um, which were produced uh, primarily on the East Coast between the 60s and mid 80s in uh, New York City, the New York City area. And uh, that's how we essentially started this company by taking those films and releasing them to digital media. And then 
fast forward 15, 16 years later, now our focus is much more um, pinpointed toward, you know, proper film restoration and taking these uh, movies from film um, with a proper scan and proper restoration and restoring them in the proper aspect ratio with nice color grading and even doing scratch removal and making these movies in some cases look better than they looked the first day they ever came out in the theater. And that's what the cult sort of following is around, is seeing these old sort of silly movies come back out on these beautifully blue, beautiful Blu-rays with beautiful packaging, and that's sort of where, where we're at. So think of it like this, if for those, uh, you know, to, to simple it down, basically if you've watched Jaws in the theater, you got it on VHS, you got it on DVD, but now they have like a 4K UHD copy, and that's basically what you do with adding extras in the end, something that's very exclusive that you can't get. We'll take films that really don't necessarily mean that much to the success of, of you know, cinema as a whole, but we treat them as if they're they're that, that quality. Or, or, they're that or, quality yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also with us today, another, another gentleman who I just started meeting a few months ago, but uh, he's I'll become like my second best friend here. Uh, I'm going to call him just Jack. Just because, just uh, so Jack, welcome to the show. Uh, tell us about a little bit about who you are. Uh, well, I've been working with Steve for I don't know eight months now, but uh, met him as an Uber driver. He was my passenger, so a little bit of fate thrown in there. Uh, my background photography, uh, formally educated uh, in New York at uh, a uh, now defunct school, uh, Center for the Media Arts. Uh, was in the first graduating class. That was more than 30 years ago. Since then, video, more photography, studio work, lab work, uh, every corner of the industry. So, and, and here I am. All right, so the main reason I got you guys involved with this conversation to talk about the pros and cons of Apple is that's what you guys have been using pretty much your entire, for your work life. Uh, you for a business, uh, for Steve and for Jack, uh, even as business himself, uh, but he's been doing it for so long. Uh, so Steve, talk a little bit about the, the pros of why your business went into using Apple devices over Windows. Okay. Um, well, pretty pretty simply, around 2001, 2002 is when I kind of, we all started to, me and the, and the, the, the guys I were working with started to get the idea of let's take this, um, these VHS or these, you know, VHS quality tapes that were also uh, one inch tapes, three quarter inch tapes, just video masters. And we were saying, all right, let's try to put these back. Let's get them on DVD. It's a, that, that, that in itself is a creative process. There's encoding involved. Um, you, have you, to, you have to get a computer to do this. Exactly. And, exactly. And the people that essentially the way the Apple thing started for me was, well, first of all, always coming up in my house growing up, we got Apple. So we, my, my brother still has these old Apple Macintosh. Do you remember your first Apple? You yeah, yeah, it was like the two. Apple like, II? The Apple II. My That's brother still has them. And they're beautiful. He still has them in New York. He has like a little uh, in his apartment. Yeah, archive. He, he's a little archive for the computers. It's great. But the, the point is the guys, uh, Jamie and John, these two guys that I was working with, they already had a shop that they did encoding. You know, which is essentially just you know compressing audio and video. You know, mm-hmm. and and um, they did it for companies already, so they were already set up as a Mac shop. You know what I'm saying? And so they really had a lot of the things that we were doing. We were working heavily in Photoshop. You know, we were using DVD Studio Pro to author the movies, um, and it was just basically a, 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 all the computers were Macs. Now there was one or two PCs in the shop, and I think as as still today we use those computers more for the business function, mm-hmm. like QuickBooks and, and shipping and inventory and stuff like that. But the um, but the Apple always lent itself, you know, even in just a very simple way towards the creative type of computer. You know what I'm saying? It was always like that for us. And you know, we really always just had a really, really great experiences, even from when we could remember everything seemed to be more, you know, get it at the store, buy it at the store, unpack it, plug it in and play. 
Right. It wasn't a lot of, you know, downtime with the apples. And, you know, and again, I, and I and I always know that, you know, uh, we mentioned before that how there's a lot of, um, you know, people out there that'll say, oh, well, you know, everyone I know that uses an Apple, I don't know anybody who has a PC, I don't know anybody who has an Android, but yet right. half the world still, has you know, it. has them and uses them. But like with, with our business, you know, it, it always ended up toward being with Apple and being with Macs, Mac, Mac computers. And as time went on, we ended up sort of evolving with Apple. You know, right. we we got the first iMacs, we still have a Blueberry out there, yeah. you know, the real, real ones. And, uh, yeah. and we just, as you can see around here, I mean, we are literally a Mac shop. I mean, there's a, there's Macs everywhere. Yeah, so just to know? give a breakdown of what's in this area right now that we're in, we have three Macs in this area. We still have the Mac Pro before it went to that trash can model, which, yep. thank God we didn't go to that. Uh, we have one of the old iMacs with those black backgrounds, like it was one of like, where it was like the first Intels. We have a more recent one. Uh, that 27 inch Retina. 27 inch Retina. Most of which here. are very old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these, these these are older machines, and they're still kicking. By the way, I mean, we're ten years. Yeah, he has. Um, he Steve has the MacBook Pro 15 inch that still has a CD drive in it. That's how old. And that's that is and that's and my second still, one in 20 years. Yeah, now, so yeah. Been, but think about it. He's never switched these out. And we he has old ones here that are the G3, the blue G3 one that he has. He has the G5. So he has some really old machines in here that I think are. Extremely valuable. Even if you wanted to turn it into a fish tank or something, yeah. it'd be worth something. Yeah. Jack, talk a little bit about your um, pros of why you went the Apple route for you. Well, it wasn't even a choice. It just seemed like the industry I was in, that's what was the natural direction uh, coming from photography. Uh, I, I ended up in a dark room uh, in a publishing company. The publishing company was going desktop, and I was literally the first person in the company to get uh, an Apple. Uh, Do you remember and, what type of Apple it was? Oh, you know, I don't, That's but right. it was Square. <laughs> okay, Square. Okay, you got a Square Apple. Yeah. Uh, it was way before those. It was, yes. very, it was a long time. As a matter of fact, I could remember the Apple tut tutorial mm -hmm. where it was like, click your mouse on this item and drag it into the trash and then empty the trash. Uh, That's I, the I, first I when interfaces were introduced because, remember, interfaces, that was new yeah. into the world. Like the Macintosh introduced this interface that they basically stole from Xerox. Yep. Yeah. Um, I remember, that, by the way, we had a we had a Macintosh right. growing up. It was in our kitchen, and I remember the one game on it. We only had one game. It was called Transylvania. Do you oh, remember this? No. I it was. was, was born. We thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. It might have been before <laughs> then, but it was like you know, the little like you're like the little yeah. Mac. Yeah. It's like this little yeah, yeah. Macintosh. Yeah. It's like so going forward for for you. So you you got. You were the first one introduced. Yeah, so they gave me a Mac. Uh, I, I literally uh, taught the company, and I thought it was any great accomplishment because, you know, dragging something into the trash is fairly easy, uh, and everything else is just as easy, I think, on a Mac, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, but then I, from there, I learned. I taught myself uh, Photoshop, and you know, basically, I started myself really on a on a whole new uh, path, uh, which I'm thankful for because. Uh, I wouldn't have a career today in photography if it wasn't for a Mac. And I, it kind of similar to me. I went when I was in high school, TV Tech Three class. They finally brought. I was learning linear editing systems. We talked about it the other day about that, where I learned how to do the old-fashioned way. You put everything's on a reel. You tape it to another reel, which is the old linear way of doing everything on on the board. And then I learned the non-linear way, which was Final Cut Pro, and that's what got me into the Apple. And that's when I said, when I'm going to college, I wanted to do that. And I needed an Apple product. So that was my introduction to the Apple because at home we had we had PCs like everybody else did, you know. So that was no choice to kind of lean towards Apple Store since that's what this podcast is more related to. I want to speak from your experiences from a, a, a positive or negative side of an Apple Store 
of you going there? Uh, any experiences that stick out to you? I mean, Steve, is there anything? Yeah, well, definitely. Well, first off, I just want to lead, leading up to this exact thing. I just want to add one more thing because I think it is actually the crux of sort of what your podcast is all about. I will say that having other professionals, either younger than me or older than me, around me for the last 20 years that have been Mac proficient, you're one of them, for example, mm -hmm. working at the Apple store for yeah, 10 years, 11 years. years a bit, you know, and then, for example, Jamie, who was my partner and yeah. still is my very close friend, just all Apple. So I want to let you know when you're surrounded by Apples and you're surrounded by people that have that knowledge, whether it be in programs like Photoshop thing, and you're, you're sort of shadowing them, you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. And that actually, if I didn't have a lot of that around me, I probably wouldn't be where I am today, you know, with Apples. And I will say, even just with stuff that isn't the things that people would do already, but like file, file allocation, things that you showed me, um, it's made things a lot easier. So for example, going into the stores, when something goes wrong here, a lot of times you would say to me, hey, bring it in, you'd make an appointment, I had a little bit of a head start. I never had an issue ever. I love the Apple stores. The only issue I ever had, which is sort of the whole flip side, was Apple with, with their iPhones. So okay. that was always a bad experience in a store. And after a while, actually, and that was just me, I stopped going to the Apple store when it came to the phone. And I would just go to Verizon because they were just taking care of the phone. And it wasn't well, because... Well, why it, is it was because I, 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 that. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I'm I, trying to figure out, like, why would it was, uh, it was, it came, a Verizon store is better or... It, it I'll tell you why. And I don't know, no, I don't know if I have the exact reason, but it always came, it came down to... They couldn't... You, they'll give you the thing you could download, but they couldn't do the numbers for you. You know, they couldn't program the numbers for you. It was always a thing where Apple couldn't, but I would go around the corner and Verizon did. You know that mall, Verizon's right around yeah, the corner yeah, of the field yeah. mall. But I mean, as far as like going in, um, getting a genius to work with me, having an issue or something, I would say that probably 99% of the times they're, they're solved and for me quicker than I could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very, very good. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that have bad experiences in Apple because I feel like if you're stuck- I can beg to differ. Well, if you, well <laughs> you know what though? Maybe those are the people who aren't getting- In front their, of the bar or behind the bar. Well, maybe yeah, they're not getting oh. their warrant. You know what I'm saying? I always get my Apple care. Right. I, I, I know yeah. that what I'm getting into, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know everyone has bad experiences and good sure. experiences, but I haven't had a lot of bad experiences. I really haven't. And, and actually, the greatest thing about an Apple store is when you want to go to purchase something because you go in there and the store is, there's a thousand people in the store, but you want to buy something. Hey, Joe, can you help out? And yeah. somebody comes right out because they're always wanting you know, to sell stuff. So I haven't had any bad experiences with it. Just the phone. Just mm -hmm. when it had to do with like getting a new iPhone or it would always be a cluster. It would always be a cluster in the store. And I'd always be like, but it's your phone. And a lot of times they'd even say, well, you could just go to Verizon or something. But that's yeah. really the only well, thing I, I can would, think of. And that's more for just giggles. I would hate to, to, to make that like the thing to do because I honestly think in my opinion, Apple stores give the best experience possible. Mm -hmm. But if you want me to be a suck up to you um, and just give you a new phone because that's what you want, that's not how Apple right. works. That's not what I'm referring Verizon to. Will, yeah. I know that, but, yeah, right, I, but there's I some have, people, there are people that are like that. I have the reverse experience. I, I hate going into a phone store and waiting for them to hook up my phone and get you know, get it going. But I think Apple is all about the experience, quite frankly. It's it's the Disney world of uh, electronics. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's really what it's about. Because really, they're not doing that much for you in the mm -hmm. store. They're selling yeah. you stuff. You can get it anywhere. They're helping you. Uh, Apples are already very easy to use. Yep. There's uh, no commission for the specials either. They're not trying to sell you to make yeah. money. Yeah, so yeah. it's about I don't experience. know. I just feel like I guess for me too, and I guess I feel like it. They were, it was like two or three times. Would never go to Verizon. Why would I go to Verizon for an iPhone? And yeah. then after a while, it's went around, and I'd be like, so much easier. They did it for for five minutes. They make me stand there. And sometimes I have to say, this is fair. Sometimes you get a new. Not everything's equal. Sometimes you get a newer employee. Someone who's not as you know what happens. They're always like sure. turning out. So that's yeah. could also have been what it what is. But there's I, a lot of training though. I can tell you that they they try to stop. I mean, from the last time I was there. They try to give them two to three to four weeks before they're really out there. So they really get a lot of shadow time, uh, you know, so also, they, to avoid things like One other that. thing I do want to bring up, and it makes it all fair and level-headed, one of the things I also want to bring up is sometimes, and you can never compare it, the Apple stores are 
they're out the door just on a regular day. Verizon Timothy. So yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just a matter of not wanting to wait three hours, even yeah. though it will only take. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just really quick. But yeah. I mean, there's nothing like that. You know that experience, and what I love too about the Apple stores that you just don't get in anywhere else is you go and you buy something, right? And the guy comes out and they there's these wooden tables and they just take that little key. You know, they, uh, yeah, they undo this drawer on the table and there's all the new stuff in now, there. And then, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like, like Fort Knox. Yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> think about it, the cash registers are hidden, and we, you know, there's a through our what we call the Easy Pay machine, unlocks it wirelessly. You know, we don't use a key anymore. Like that's how like sophisticated it is. And there's like certain drawers in certain areas and they're numbered and we have to go to the right drawer because imagine you open up the wrong drawer and this cash is out there, yep. you know, but they, they definitely limit that. So it's the most beautiful, it's a beautiful store. Like you said, it's, sure. like, it's like crazy yeah. Eddie on steroids. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. Like what, what they offer. And, and, and like, I just, I, I do appreciate the products as a whole. I always said to me, and it's, I'm wrong, but I always said, how do you live life without an Apple, like yeah. an iPhone, yeah. an iPad? Yeah. Uh, thing. I have all of them. Yeah. I have all of them. My, my entire family, the, eco, my, the ecosystem is what we, we say ties everything together. And by the way, if right. you want to check out my Fifth Avenue, I went there back uh, back last winter. I have it on our YouTube channel right now. So check out Think Different Podcast on YouTube. We're on there right now and have that. Uh, Jack, take, t- talk about, like, is there any cons or anything that you could think of? Because people like the bad stuff about Apple, well, they really don't I, like. I'm just inches away from me is a, an iPad that I is a brick, uh, and, I'm, and it's going to be a brick. And it's, now, whose fault is that? Uh, not mine. Uh, but and who, who, is it the user's fault? Uh, yes, or is it's it the Apple's user's fault? fault. But okay. you know what? Uh, let's talk about the dreaded uh, Apple ID. That, I'd love uh, to. I'll holy defend it. moly! Yeah, I mean, come on, man. There's got to be something easier than okay. that. Okay, so what would you like them to do? I really don't know. Okay, I'm not an IT. I'm that, not, I, this is where, but this is this is the biggest thing I get when I one question get I have though. How does that differ from? I know the Apple ID have, it comes up for everything. How does it differ from when you sign it to Chase or Bank of America and you have to put in a password? You it's know why? Thing. Because you set it up once, you set it and forget it, right. and then right. you change your internet company, and oh, now you right. don't have your email. Right. That anymore, doesn't happen with your bank accounts. And, but it happens you know, and now you have to prove who you are, yep. and uh, you know, and but so on. You got to remember the Apple IDs. They're, they're they're synced to everything that you do on this phone. This includes a credit card for your app store, contacts, um, notes apps, which, by the way, have security on them, which could have information on there. Because I can tell you right now, I put stuff on my iPhone, like my social security number for my wife. Mm-hmm. And people would think I'm crazy for doing that. But the reason why is because I trust in the fact that Apple's not looking at it. But also, number two, the notes app has a lock on that, too. So... And Apple's not going to unlock it, goes it for into me the cloud, because right? no, it does. It yeah. goes to their cloud, which, you know, again, is very, the two-factor authentication is very hard to get around. But when you – Apple ID is probably the biggest thing we saw in the stores was – and I would say, yes, people could see this as a con. But I also look at it as if you're going to forget about it, that's where – you know, like I went to my uncle's house the other day. He has a Rolodex, right, of all his passwords for everything. He wrote it down. And I tried it, and it actually worked. I was shocked. I, I was like, okay, so he didn't, uh, you know, they changed it. They updated it correctly. Mm-hmm. And I always think it's very smart when you're going to do an Apple ID password, always put down the date you did it or changed it. It's a small thing, but it'll trigger something in your head. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest complaint? Because the fact that if, if you forget it, you got to go through hoops to, 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 to get around it. Yeah. To get around it, if, or if, that you have to you put can. it in every time you want to do something. That, that too. <laughs> that too. I hear you, but it's I, I always right. think it's safety. I always think I'm being, I just feel I like it's it. a safety, but I, I follow I, you. Yeah, I get that. But it's, it's it's like you, I put my notes. I'll put crazy things in my yeah. notes. I never think about it, but I'll just be just dictating like, you know, like, I guess. Trust me, they made it easier, but. Also, one thing I will tell you when it comes to the Apple ID you were working with, 
the Apple ID is not up to date to what Apple's standard is. Mm -hmm. well, so, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Why don't we have the uh, finger uh, on the Apple ID, the finger, you know, uh, print? Why doesn't that work for Apple ID? I would. It, it technically does, though. You have there's a setting that you turn on really? inside of your iPhone that anytime you're going to make purchases using your Apple ID, it's tied to your either your Face ID or your. Or but your can you get into your ID. settings and you know with the thumbprint? Well, I can on this Mac Pro. I'm recording In other words, it says View Apple I ID. Have a, can you use the yes, thumb instead of putting I, your Apple ID? My password. passwords are stored in iCloud, so my passwords are linked there. Mm -hmm. So when I go to let's say when iCloud.com. My ID pops in there, but I have to use my finger on my Touch ID on my mm -hmm. on my computer to unlock it. So you don't have the capability on that iPad. Mm -hmm. So there's things you're missing right. out because it. of the age. Uh, that I got the it. age has to do with I think the age yes. has to do with your Apple your Apple product mm -hmm. and your Apple ID. Mm -hmm. So today now what they do a little differently is everything's tied to another Apple device. So let's say I'm a, like we have family sharing, right? So family sharing links some products together. Mm -hmm. Someone else. Could, device could help me unlock my mm -hmm. Apple ID or my mm -hmm. product. Okay. So there are ways around it, yeah. but again, this comes down to educational. This comes down to people knowing how to do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't ask those questions to yourself, you're not going to know how to like, do something like that. But for someone who hasn't touched an Apple ID for a long time, yes, there's a lot of hoops to get around. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. And I think Apple has done strides to fix it. But if you're still stuck five years ago, you got to catch right. up. And part of what you're saying is basic common sense because something that's brand new that has thumb recognition right. or face right. recognition and something that 10 years ago that didn't even didn't have, have that. You know, right. they don't even have it's it. It's a problem that will uh, yeah. play itself out. Yeah. Actually. Right. Is there any con, Steve, that you, you, about Apple products? I can tell you the biggest con that for me from Apple standpoint is when you update, you can't go backwards. And that's something they just stop Definitely. you completely. An example is best example we use every day, Final Cut Pro. You can't go back to a previous version and you have to update all the other versions of your of your library. So this, this goes with, by the way, this goes with iMovie, this goes with your Photos app. So it's really, anything with a library file has to work with the most recent one. So, and, and right now, like if, if we had a good example, if I upgraded our machine to a newer version of an operating system, you can't go backwards. Or if you do, you have to wipe the whole machine out. Um, so you, and even your time machine backup won't technically bring it all back because it's updated for a newer version. It's like, they really try Y2K to make sure they don't go backwards. Yeah, they don't make you go backwards. So that's my con. I don't know if you have what con. I think that. that's kind of. I think I'm in your in your ballpark. I don't have. I'm always. I be to be blunt. I'm learning new stuff all the time. Even if it's a command shift or something, you know, right. do. I'm always learning something different and new. But I don't have too many. You know, every computer computer will 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 you know what's that word? Will have a spool or buffer, and you'll sure. have to quit and restart. Everyone you always has got a little. That, yeah. So I don't have too many. To be honest, I have a lot of. We have a lot of Apple Macs here. They've been around a while. We don't have a ton of problems. I mean, Jack brings up a good point. We have our newest computer, which right. is our, our which is that was well, not cheap. Not and apples are not cheap. The, the no, good ones, not. and we we loaded that one up. Price is probably the biggest. And I love it. I love that. the I love the screen on there. You could I, I'm I, I'm losing my vision, so that's a great computer right. to work on. But even Jack mentioned, like you know, I don't want to hear anything's wrong with that computer. But even a few months ago, as he's working on it now every day, because it sat here for a long time, we used it a little bit. But now that he's using it every day, now that there's a 20 terabyte drive with it, right? Now that there's a lot of 4K footage on it. Now we're starting to see. Things slow up a little, yeah. but it's not the computer. It's right. the other things that kind of go into it. There's so, also limitations on yeah. the machine, depending on what you bought yeah. for the time. I don't have a lot of negatives. I mean, think like, about it. We have an eight-year-old uh, MacBook Pro. We have 2K and 4K footage on a – we had to get a special type of drive for this to work because at the time, the, the drives couldn't support it. Uh, even Thunderbolt couldn't support it. We had to get a very special card to be installed to the MacBook Pro for it to work. 
And that was the only way that these projects can run because they were uncompressed, eight, 10 bit color, you know, color corrected, you know, files, which were not close to being playable on there. And that that's like the kind of mm-hmm. like craziness of yeah, that. But the thing about it, there's a lot of eight years, but eight years of age and it still can pump out yep. 4K, 2K footage. Yep. Well, still if there's a good it. operator on it, because it doesn't yeah. work for me, but it's nice to work for you. Well, you might have a lot more cons because you've been dealing with. You know the apples on a different level. A lot of scanning, a lot of art files. You know and- what? They just they 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 perform beautifully. Right. I, honestly, I, I if I focused on the handful of uh, things that bothered me, I'd be uh, cynic. You know, right. I, that's what I, I mean. They're just so beautiful. They're perfect machines. Yeah. They came just in time yeah. for the future. Right. They're right on. Time. You know what's frustrating too, and this is sort of off topic, but has everything to do with PCs and Macs. Right. We got this two Mac. We got two PCs here. We use one to ship, right. basically our ship station, and we use one for our QuickBooks. QuickBooks, yeah. And whenever I have to type on it, I'm like, I'm automatic. I'm the most uncoordinated. I don't know what it is, but my Mac, just my keyboard, just yeah. so Design. great. Everyone, and, but those PCs, you see me, I'm going one finger like a tick. Yeah. To me, design, know makes, that's just, design yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. You know, you're paying for quality. I mean, you think about, you, you know, so Windows, you probably have to upgrade, what, every two, three years probably. And you're looking at, a, a, like I said, Macs here that have been here for years. It still work fine. Mm-hmm. They still can do everything until the mm-hmm. day they come where they just can't do what you need to do anymore. That's when you upgrade. It's, and, and, you know, some people I've dealt with, of course, that are, you know, it's broken. The machines, I mean, hey, Macs break, guys. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know this. Yep. On the, uh, if you was listening rarely, on the podcast. Rarely. But they still break. But, if, you know, for me, it's a more common occurrence because I was a genius right. technician. So I, I dealt with it on a daily basis. Yeah. Yep. So they do break. I mean, a lot of people do break them themselves. And, of course, they're expensive to fix. You're talking about a screen on this. The machine I have right now, 15-inch MacBook Pro 2016, this is a $680 screen to fix. Wow. If I crack it or if, like, something goes on it. Yeah. So it's a crazy expensive to fix. So you just gotta protect the investment. If you're gonna think of it as like a Lamborghini, you treat that like a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's the best method. Yeah. So uh, is there anything, anything else, guys, you want to leave off with? Because I think uh, we got some good knowledge from the business side from you yeah. both on how you use the Apple products on a daily basis. Steve, you have anything you want to add? Yeah, the only thing I actually want to add is something that you just reminded me of. Is that one thing that's positive that I could say really positive is that we've been with Apple or the products of Apple long enough that we've seen them go from, you know, the big, thick drives and yep. having those things. Now, you're buying these computers, there's no disk drive, there's no. nothing, it's got three Thunderbolts, there's no USB, not being a little yeah, bit facetious yeah, yeah. here, but the point I'm making is that it's changed, as you said, the way we work. So now all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're, we're, you know, we have a disk, for example, sometimes we have to use like Handbrake or VLC or one of these programs to, to, to capture Handbrake, so you know, to get a little bit yeah. of a disk, to rip a thing. We don't have, you know, some of the computers, there's nowhere to put a disc anymore. Yep. So it's just changing. Everything is yep. changing. And again, that's like you had said. Didn't you mention yesterday, like we were, we were talking about, you know, for example, we use DVD Studio Pro forever to author. Mm-hmm. And even, even Adobe Encore, we're realizing now that none of those programs, are, they both still work, but they're not supported anymore. They don't even sell them anymore. And you said, because it's a direct um, relationship, re- relationship the to the market. Yeah. And what's, you know, we're right. streaming now. We're not. Right. So it's this. And again, this is a very little thing, right. but it's just something that I'm, you right. know, we're adapting with it. And so in a weird way, we're growing with the Apple right. products as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Definitely. Does that have a, does that have a drive? No, that one's, definitely yeah. doesn't have a drive. No, it doesn't have a drive. No. So I want to thank you guys for coming along uh, with this interview. It's been uh, awesome to be a part of it. Uh, it's good that I get to hang out with you guys every day now. Uh, I haven't discussed why, because uh, <laughs> you know there are reasons why I'm available. Get to um, that another. Get to that another episode. Uh, but right now, I'm just I'm just glad to be back in this environment. And it's uh, for 
Steve, for everything that we do here, um, where can people find us or find you guys? Um, or? The best place for, for anybody to go check us out would be um, just to go to our, I guess, to go to our website, yep. um, distropix.com. And of course, you can check us out on Facebook at distropix.com, D-I-S-T-R-I-B-P-I-X.com. Yep. So and the company's been around since the 60s. So if you guys are looking for a wonderful Christmas gift uh, for your parents, trust me, <laughs> you can find some really good and stuff And there's great there. collectibles and posters and, yep. and film kits. It's not just DVDs and Blu-rays. It's a whole bunch and of And for stuff. those who don't know on this, I actually edited a lot of the extras, uh, trailers, things on these DVDs that are on there, especially some of the really cool ones uh, that we did. There's a collection... For Rally Metzger up there, you guys should check that out. There's some really good stuff on there that you get in the package. And you wouldn't think uh, adult entertainment like would be presented this way, but it's actually really neat. And it's it's not just about the porn. It's about the story. It's about how it was made and how even old school, New York, it's old school New York. And it's old, old school, school New York. New York. History, so, pop culture, yep. the way taxis mm-hmm. look, the way the streets look, the way the yep. buildings exactly. look, the way the street signs look, yep. everything's complete, the way the fashion was, yep. the way people spoke. Old Times Square. Yep. Old Times Square before yep. it became Disney, as you would say. That's yeah. right. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Every Friday, we have a new episode of the Think Different Podcast, and we appreciate you guys subscribing every single week. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And God damn it, we have to find my partner, Frank, because we have no idea where he is, but I know the FBI is on the case, and we know he's in Florida. We have to get him back to New Jersey. Everyone, have a great weekend. Thank you. <laughs>